At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, week seven, NFL, as we welcome you back. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live, of course, from Los Angeles. He's Michael Lombardi, Ocean City, hanging out in Atlantic City at the Borgata. We're brought to you by BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Got to be 21 years or older. I mentioned it, Michael, as we went to break. I want to get your number on this game because this is interesting. The Sharps are all over San Francisco at home catching a point. Remember, this number open, Kansas City two and a half to three so it's been bet down to San Francisco catching one Kansas City lane one I want to get your number on this but let's start with an overview again we'll recap McCaffrey's impact so soon on this offense will be what uh, it'll be in the passing game. It'll be on critical downs, third down, conversions down, red zones, those kind of things to keep it going. Somebody's going to have to tell them, break the huddle. Hey, you know, we're in this protection. You've got the will. Right. you got the mic. You know, you got to do all that. He'll get it. He's smart. I mean, you know, he, he understands the terminology of what they're doing, so it won't be that difficult for him. Eventually, by this time next week when they play the Rams, he'll have it all down. And it'll get comfortable. It'll help Garoppolo because they want to throw the ball in the middle of the field. They want to do what the Ravens should be doing, which is throw the ball in the middle of the field. So I think he'll have it. I think this whole line variation, yes, the Sharps are on San Francisco. Yes, that moves numbers. But I think the movement in this game more than ever, Patrick, has to do with the injuries of San Francisco. And I use the word paper. When I wrote the column about the trade on Friday, I, I talked about the 49ers on paper. For as much as we're greasing the poles on Broad Street here in Philadelphia, the paper team, the best team on paper, 
is the 49ers. That's no doubt. There's, I, I, I'll argue anybody, including Amal, who wants to still kill Garoppolo. They're the best team on paper, right? They, but that's paper, and they haven't been able to stay healthy, and they have a lot of variance. And Garoppolo could be one of the guys, if they don't stay healthy, that could really affect them. So to me, when you start to get these players back and you see what they're able to do, I think it's going to be – they're an interesting team. And you add this element of McCaffrey to their team, this third down conversion, this playmaker on situational football, it even enhances the value of their franchise. Jimmy G takes a lot of hate. However, he is 16-4 and ATS in his career as an underdog. That's ridiculous. Also ridiculous, San Francisco has covered six straight following a loss. So that's the situation here as they come in off a loss. San Francisco at home, a little juice with adding McCaffrey. They've got the second-best defense overall when you take a look at the numbers in the NFL. It's a tremendous matchup. It is, and, you know, they'll put pressure. I mean, the one area when you break it down, and I don't care what the numbers say, when you break down and watch the tape, uh, Mahomes gets hit way too much, you know, whether it's the right tackle, whether it's the left tackle, Orlando Brown. It doesn't really – he gets hit too much, and the strength of this 49er team is in their front. Now, they haven't had Armstead. They haven't had Kinlaw. Those two are blue, almost blue-chip players. Armstead is a blue-chip player when he's healthy. So when they get those guys back, they're even better. And so that's going to be the key to the game. Can they put pressure on Mahomes? Can the ball come out of his hand quick enough so that he doesn't make mistakes? And the way the Raiders played him, where they took away, they basically said, okay, we're not going to let Kelsey beat us. He did in the red zone, scoring four touchdowns. That makes their offense stagnant. And we'll see if the nine, if we'll see if the Chiefs have any patience in the run game. You know, they're benching Hilaire today. They're not going to start him. They're going to start the kid from Rutgers in this game. So, you know, why? I think ultimately because they feel like Ponchero runs the ball with more toughness, you know, with more, and he's more a factor in the passing game, which is what they need. But I think that's going to be the key. Can, can they block this front of San Francisco, which is the best front in football? Got a big-time total there, 49. We'll talk about that. Let's get to the Lombardi line again. You're sitting a point, point and a half with Kansas City right now. This number got as high as three, so that's an important distinction. I got a point at most shops, Kansas City laying it. How about the Lombardi line? I, I have it. At, I have Kansas City a point and a half favorite in the game. You so know, you're right on this it. Game, you're right if on this it. game were played in Kansas City, they probably I would have them as I would have added I would never add three to any game. I think that's ridiculous in terms of home field. I don't care how it is. I think that's way too many points. So I would have probably made Kansas City would have been a two and a half point favorite at home. Can the San Francisco 49ers take advantage DVOA-wise, however you want to look at it? And again, Spagnolo's defense take a while generally throughout the season to kind of pick up momentum. But it does appear that this is a defense that San Francisco can score against. The numbers have been ugly for Kansas City. You could run the ball on them, too. Two back runs, too. Look, so what's happened to the NFL is we've seen this movement towards spread RPOs, right? So the certain teams that have two back runs, the 49ers, the Raiders, when you watch them defend two back runs in Kansas City, they, as good as Josh Jacobs was on Monday night two weeks ago, there was huge holes to run through. This is going to be a challenge for Kansas City defensively. They get Trent Williams back, San Francisco, today. That's critical. They've got to be able to have him on the field. With him back, it makes a huge difference. The two-back runs will make a huge difference. And then they're able to do other things off of that, and you can attack the corners of this chief defense. And so the Niners, the best defense is less defense. 
play less defense, control the football 35 minutes against the chief team. Now, he's going to go blitz zero like he did against the Raiders, and the Raiders made plays against the blitz zero. So will San Francisco. They didn't have to give up a first-rounder, San Francisco, for McCaffrey. They gave up this year a second, a third, and a fourth. They gave up a fifth-rounder next year. Was it good value? Like, who won this trade in your estimation? Well, I mean, the other thing is the salary cap dump, too, Ralph. The the, the Panthers are going to eat $28 million because they redid Robbie Anderson's contract and they redid McCaffrey's contract this offseason. This is what happens when you don't have a plan. This is what happens when you say in the offseason, here's what we're going to do, and then all of a sudden the owner decides, well, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to change. So you got $28 million of cap acceleration that comes off next year's cap. So they got rid of the money, but they're going to still pay the effect of it. they got a bunch of draft picks. But let me say this very clearly. The 59th, the 60th, or the 62nd pick, no matter where San Francisco finishes, is not going to allow Carolina to move up slightly to get a quarterback. And then the question is, who is the quarterback? Is there going to be a quarterback to get? Is there one? Everybody assumes it's Bryce Young, but is Bryce Young physical enough, big enough to be the first overall pick in a draft? If he is, nobody's using the grading system because he could not qualify in that category based on his height, weight, and speed. So what you're saying is Carolina got punched in the mouth and they had no plan once the season started from the ownership box. Well, I think what happened was once – you know, look, Matt Rule's still the coach – if, if the kid misses the 58-yard field goal opening day. And Christian McCaffrey's probably still on the team. That's how the margin and how <laughs> things change. And think of, no, we laugh about it, right? That's what makes it so That's funny when these, guys, when these guys turn down field goals with arrogance. So I don't want the three points. Do you understand Matt Rule would still be the coach if that kid missed that kick? Right? Do you understand McCaffrey? That's the margin is so slim. And I was quoting you earlier today about how teams have benefited from missed kicks. I mean, the Eagles, you know, when you go through the luck, we call it luck, whatever you want to call it, but when the opponents miss, team, miss kicks and at at, at making half their kick field goals and they were making 88% of them last year, that variance is huge. And there you win games. Points are at a premium this year. Scoring is down precipitously and coaches are passing up free points. Here's what I would say, and we've been talking about it for years on the Lombardi line. I would start to really pay attention. In the Lombardi household, the volume's off on the TV. They're not going to hear it. But what you should pay not, attention not to today. is... Not today. Okay, It'll be on Millie's, today. In, Millie's in the crib. The volume's going to yeah. be up. She runs the roost. I understand. But here's what I want to make sure people understand. Pay attention to the conversation that is now more prevalent than ever that's been happening on this show for a while. That is common sense versus analytics when it comes to passing up points. You're hearing that conversation prevalently on the broadcast, which is important. Yeah, I think it's critically important. I think to me, like, why won't you take the points? Why? I mean, Mike, Mike Leach did it last night. Mike Leach going into the game against Alabama. He's played two games. He's scored nine points. He scored nine points against them. And yet on the first drive of the game, he just, he just says, I'm, I'm going for it. And, of course, he doesn't get it. You know, now would the game have changed? Probably it could have. I mean, I, I still wasn't overly impressed with Alabama's defense last night. You know, I wasn't. And yet, but because the game slipped away from them, much like the LSU game slipped away from them, it, it, it looks like a route. It's a 30 to 6 game. It's a it cover the 24, cover the 21. But there was a management issue there that I don't think you can avoid that. I think early in the game, take the points. Why not? 
A lot of bad offenses across the NFL this year. None worse than Denver. There, there are rumors. We'll get off the trade conversation, but quickly. Chubb, Judy, K.J. Hamler. Teams are inquiring about those three with Denver. Are you hearing the same? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I think Denver – Look, Denver gave up a lot of draft picks. Denver better salvage their season, or John Schneider is going to have the greatest heist since the John Hadle trade, right? When John Hadle went to went from the the the, uh, the Rams <laughs> to the to the Packers. I mean, that was a, you would go through a. I wrote about that in my book. That's a hell of a deal, you know. So, I mean, Denver's got to salvage this. Denver's in a really a boatload of trouble. They, are, you know, do they have the right coach? Do they have the right quarterback? All those answers aren't very positive. So. What are they going to do? Do they start selling assets? They've got some assets. They're not as good as we think they are because I don't think they're tough enough. I don't think there's enough demanding of the receivers to be better than they are. If the Jets close as favorites today, it will be the first time the Jets are a road favorite since week four of 2020 when Rippon made his only other NFL start. Again, that number right now, Michael, the Jets are laying a point. Most shops moved up to a point and a half at Denver with Brett Rippon under center for the Broncos. That's wild that the Jets are laying there in Denver. Well, I mean, you know, the Jets have to, but the Jets can't change who they are. The Jets won last week being one for 11 on third down. Why have the Jets won? In the last three weeks, the Jets have been very good in the fourth quarter. And in the last three weeks, other than the first half of the Pittsburgh game, Zach Wilson hasn't turned the ball over. <coughs> turned it over. That's the key. Geno Smith is near the top of Michael Lombardi's quarterback rankings. Exactly where you're going to find out next. Also, Seattle. Yes, Seattle is the most public side today in the NFL. We'll come back and talk Seattle Chargers next. Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet. Get $10 free to bet when you sign up for a first bet. Express Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200. You get to $10, and then you get 100% match on your first deposit up to $200. You got wagering at over 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The first bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sports, cure payments, attentive customer service, VEASAN.com slash horses for more information. Okay, we got you back here. We've got Thomas Gable from behind the book there at the Borgata Company. Coming up in about 13 minutes, Michael Lombardi hanging out at the Borgata. Is there some juice in the book today for week seven of the NFL? Oh, the, yeah, there's, well, there's, there's going to be a ton of juice in this book today. Even though the Eagles aren't playing, we got the Phillies could close it out tonight against the Padres. I think they're expecting that. And, you know, we got a lot of things going. The Giants are going to be on at 1 o'clock. I mean, when the Giants, Jets, and the Eagles are good, this book is always going to be alive. And then with the, add the Phillies flavor in there. I mean, you know, they're already greasing the poles on Broad Street, Patrick. I mean, it can't be denied. Do you have the gumption to take the Giants plus three at Jacksonville? We're going to get to your quarterbacks, but I keep that game obsessed. I'm obsessed with that game today because Jacksonville is bad over the last three weeks. They're the better I team talent wise. They're the better team, but I don't trust their staff. I mean, especially defensively, they haven't played as well the last three weeks and you know, I thought I think Pat Leonard tilted me towards kind of staying away from the game, perhaps. I mean, if I leaned anywhere, I leaned Jacksonville. But you know, when you when you break down this this giant team, you can you could say they're no good. And as Par- Parcells often says, you are what your record says you are. They're five and one. They've won games in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's it's a it's a time tested formula that works. And give Brian Daybolt and Mike Kafka and Don Martindale, Sir Don Martindale, it will be uh, a, a ton of credit for being able to find a way to win the games late. Okay, Michael Lombardi's top five quarterbacks. He's crazy for this one. When we throw up the graphic, notice you're going to see some names that you generally would see on this list missing. We've talked about scoring consistently being down across the NFL this year, and there's a reason. He couldn't even come up with a fifth quarterback. Go ahead and throw up the yeah. graphic. you got Josh Allen, number one, Patrick Mahomes, number two. No surprise. When we get to three, this is a big-time surprise this year. Well, I mean, the guy's playing well. I mean, look, this quarterback rating is based on how they're playing after we've got six weeks, seven weeks of data, six weeks of data. We're going into week seven. I mean, the guy has played well. I mean, there's no denying it. He's done a great job of, of handling the team. You know, he's he averages. He's thrown for 1,500 yards already this season. You know, he's got nine touchdown passes. He's only turned the ball over two times. His, his percentage of completions at 73.4%. He's been dead accurate with the football. He's averaging eight yards per attempt, which is slightly better than Kyler Murray's 58 
I mean, so you got to, you know, look, I say this all the time on this program. If we see it, we got to say it. He's playing well. You cannot deny Say it. his name. Say his name, Gino's, Michael Lombardi. It's Gino, Gino that's Smith. That's right. Geno Smith. Gino I mean, Smith. you have to. And, and so if I'm going to be hard on Murray and I'm going to be hard on, you know, Carson Wentz, and when you see a guy playing well, you can't say, well, it's just been luck. No, he's playing really well. He's playing different. I, I told somebody in Seattle the other day I would have never thought he did this. And the guy in Seattle thought said, you know, we kind of weren't sure. We thought one of them would play well, and they did. And Gino was the guy. Give them credit. They made this trade, right? They had a great draft. They're getting their team better. They had an off-season meeting in Seattle. John Schneider and Pete Carroll went to go see Judy Allen, the owner of the team, and they basically made the decision at that meeting to trade Russell Wilson to get their team rebranded again, to not get desperate to pick a quarterback just because they need one and try to build a team around them, kind of like how they got it going the first time. And this draft looks like they've gotten it. This is your public side today, as you've been mentioning all week. The Seahawks, 82% of the tickets, 87% of the money all over Seattle. Remember, very important number. The Chargers open seven. We're down to five, okay? Everybody, we're down to a couple shops showing four and a half with the Chargers laying it. What does not feel correct about this matchup, and again, Seattle's won three of four, but the Chargers are on a three-game winning streak. Does it feel like that to you? It does not feel like this is a four and two team to me. I mean, look, if the kid makes the field goal in Cleveland, you know, that Staley gave them, they're, they're, this three-game win streak doesn't look as good, right? It's a, it's a, it's a one-game win streak. And then last week against Denver, yeah, they, Denver drops a punt, and they win the game. I mean, they've been very fortuitous, and now they've lost their kicker. You know, we've never been sold on Dustin Hopkins as their kicker with the Chargers, and now they're on another kicker because Hopkins has got a bad injury. So... I mean, the margin for error for the Los Angeles Chargers is slim, especially considering that I don't think Herbert's played his best game yet. I mean, he's still nursing that rib. You could see it. And this offensive line in front of him hasn't played well. I mean, they've and, and there's a reason they haven't played well. It's because of the injuries. I mean, you lose your left tackle, Slater, that hurts. You lose your right tackle, that hurts. And all of a sudden now it's and now you lose Lindsay, your center. I don't know if he'll be back today, but those are the things that make your team kind of break down. You know, the Chargers, it's interesting. It's not an explosive offense thus far this year. They've had one win of five or more, and that's against the Houston Texans where they won the turnover battle. I don't think they should be a five-point favorite here. The market agrees. They open seven. It's down to five, four and a half. It, it's, it's really interesting, and they don't have a home field advantage. Over the past five years, they're 10, 11 games ATS-wise yeah. under 500 as far as the Chargers. They don't have a home field here. They don't, and Geno Smith will throw the ball effectively against them. I mean, these receivers, Metcalf, you know, Taylor Lockett, I mean, they're all going to play well. S, uh, the kid they drafted, Esrich, in the second round last year. Now, the, here's the key. The, the Seattle team and what Geno's accomplished at 73% completion percentage is with two, t- two tackles that are draft picks. I mean, Charles Cross, the kid from Mississippi State, Lucas, the third-round pick, I mean, and then Walker, the running back, they're all starting for the team. They've got five starters on this team from the draft. Five. That's pretty impressive. 
Very impressive. So is Pete Carroll, 51-33-2 and two ATS as a dog with Seattle. You know, this is – you almost – Forget about Pete Carroll at times. He's had success, but he's been there for a long time. This season will go down so far. It's sitting at 3-3 three and three as one of his best coaching jobs because nothing was expected of this team coming into the year. Not, nothing, uh, nothing. And, and I said it all summer. I don't know how they could go on vacation with Geno and Drew Locke at quarterback, and Geno comes out and has this incredible season. And, you know, they, they lose Penny, who was really running the ball effectively for them, and they've, they've overcome that. Now they're getting a little better defensively. Now, look, the, here's the makes a huge difference for their defense is Dixon. The punter, he's great. He can change field position. So they can play on a longer field as bad as they are defensively. And they're actually getting better on defense. I mean, the Woolen kid has played really well at corner. You know, Mike Jackson plays better at corner. They're getting better. I mean, Jordan Brooks has been a tackling machine since he's, he's left Texas Tech and gone there. He just tackles everybody, right? And everybody said, well, they're never going to be able to win without Bobby Wagner. I think they are. No, he's great. The linebacker's great. This is a, a total sitting at 50, some shops 50 and a half. Three of the last four on the road for Seattle, they've scored and allowed 30-plus points. So they've yeah. gone on the road and, they, they and he's don't given mind, up a they ton. Don't mind, they don't mind a track meet. I mean, they don't mind no, a track don't. meet. And, you know, and, and, and they'll just keep going and they'll make plays. I mean, the New Orleans game, they got behind, they come back. I mean, you know, the, the Atlanta game, they got behind, they come back. I mean, they've been in games now. Even the ones they've lost, other than the San Francisco game, other than that game, they have been in every game, Patrick. You look up, Michael, you see 82% of the tickets and 87% of the money on Seattle. That scares you. That's the most public it side. The second most, it's, it does scare you a little bit, right? <laughs> oh, it scares the hell out of me. I don't want anything, you know, like I, don't, I want to be on Thomas Gable's side on most bets, you know. And that's what worries you about the Jets. But to me, the Jets' point here today is you're playing a backup quarterback. You know, who's going to have to go in there and to change the protection and play under pressure. I think it's a hard game. To me, the Jets should win this game. If the Jets are good, they win. The Jets have the, the Patriots next week. I mean, they don't want to go. You, if you want to build some momentum and beat the Patriots, you got to win this game. Brett Rippon under center for Denver. What you like about the Jets, that defensive front, they should pressure him. If they get pressure on the kid, they should be able to do what the Jets want to do, which is run the football. You know, that's the one right. thing that's kind of under the radar. They keep the ball out of Wilson's hands for most of the game. They have managed Wilson. And, and, and last week he was 1 for 11 on third down, and they still overcame his inadequacies. Now, it's going to be windy, so they got to manage him today. He can't make mistakes. I mean, the kid has grew up in, he grew up in Utah. He's played in cold weather he understands how to handle it same with Rippon. the weather's not going to affect either quarterback here today second most public side tampa bay they've lost three of four they're at carolina we can do this quickly they're laying 13 that's a big price but again carolina coming back from the west coast pj walker it's, it's ugly right now for carolina well they carolina can't score i mean they can't score their numbers offensively are so bad you know and then they lose their best offensive weapon who was really helping them so it's going to be a challenge chenault the receiver they don't have robbie anderson he's got a hamstring i mean it's going to be a hard game for them to score a lot of points plus what history tells us is they've struggled against Todd Bowles' defense they have struggled against this defense every single game 
13, that is a big number. We've got a lot of big numbers on the board, frankly. We haven't talked about Pittsburgh and Miami. We'll do that with Thomas Gable coming up. Miami hosting Pittsburgh. Of course, Tua is back. I see a couple of seven and a halfs with Miami laying it popping up. Now, the Giants are three-point favorites down in Jacksonville. The Borgata is a Giants book. We'll find out what side Thomas Gable is taking action on down in Jacksonville next. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you want to know how to use those betting splits over at VSIN, which is our most popular pro tool. Steve Mackinnon wrote about it. VSIN.com, become a VSIN pro. VSIN pros are making cash this year. It's 99 bucks through the Super Bowl. It's so cheap. You get everything we offer, including all of the guides across all of the sports, Michael Lombardi's exclusive articles, including the Friday look ahead. You get point spread weekly, every Wednesday pro tips. Everything we offer, vcin.com slash subscribe. It's a small investment for big-time profits. vcin.com slash subscribe. We're back. Michael Lombardi's got his boy, our friend here, our partner, Thomas Gable. He runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. The best race and sports book on the East Coast. I know that's my guy. You can't have him. That's my guy. I know. It's so good. We could, He and I could discuss all things Philadelphia, you know, having grown up here. Uh-oh. And, and we, were, we were just having the conversation. Oh, we boy. asked you for your opinion as TG and I were talking, is how Philadelphia <laughs> can be such a sophisticated sports town and not ever get mad at Embiid for being in shape. Thomas told me he's coming down with plantar fasciitis, and he's going to take two months off from the Borgata. Next summer. Next Next summer summer I'm coming down. I'm making sure it's summer. TG, I know you weren't on social media last night, but my guy, he hasn't been on Twitter as much. He went on a Twitter meltdown last night going after the 76ers. He could not contain himself. I I, I, I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him at all. This is a Spurs team that was supposed to be tanking, and and now the Sixers are 0-3. I mean, I I, – I was I could have gone in seven thousand different. I had Sark losing yesterday, which was predicted here on our show. I had the great Jimbo Fisher losing, which was predicted yeah. here. I mean, Russo asked me for two picks right before the show broke, right. and like and it caught me completely off guard. He's like, "What's your two college picks?" You know, and I said, "Well, I'll take Alabama and lay the twenty-one." And, and, and of course, naturally, I was South Carolina all the way with Jimbo against Jimbo. Yeah, of, of course. course yeah. You, this is a straight play, you know. <laughs> Here's one thing I think new bettors may not really conceptualize, and that is betting is very regional specific, and it's regionally specific. So, for example, at the Borgata there in New Jersey, you're going to have different numbers for the Giants. Let's get into this game. This is fascinating. Jacksonville is laying three everywhere. The Giants are 5-1 yeah. straight up, 5-1 and one ATS. Give us an idea of this number, where it opened, where it stands with the Giants at the Jags. Well, we opened three, and we haven't moved off of three. But as you said, this is a fascinating game when you look at it. It really is. Because you have the Giants who – let's look at some of their stats, right? They're 25th in yards per game. Yeah. 31st in passing yards. 31st in sacks allowed per pass attempt. 18th in points per game at only 21.2. And yet here they sit at 5-1. and So – there's a lot of people who think this is all smoke and mirrors for the Giants, and, and people are saying, well, how can the Jags be three-point favorites when the Giants are 5-1? and one? And that's really what it comes down to. When you look at those advanced stats, so you say, well, what has been the difference for the Giants? Well, they've been able to control the clock. 
They get off the field on third down. Yep. And they played effective defense in the red zone. And, you know, th this is a game that you kind of have some sharper money coming in on the Jaguars. But the public here, now, of course, we're very skewed because of where we sit. We always take a lot of Giants. We have a lot of Giants bets. When you look at the bet count here, I mean, it's probably, I mean, almost 80% Giants tickets here. Uh, but it's... Um, you're getting sharp money on Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. So and that, that balance, that's, and that's, that's why you're not through, moving yeah. the number. I think yeah. that's an important lesson, and Mackinac talks about that, too, in, a, in his great column on VEASAN.com, is that not all money's the same. Right. And what, what Thomas just laid out for all of us is an important lesson that it, ticket counts are great, but who's making the bet is really what matters, and there's a lot of sharp people, as I told you today, just coming in here and hanging around the book early this morning. Jacksonville was a target all the way through. The Jaguars have lost 18 straight to NFC opponents. Yes. 18 straight. Two and 16 in those games. What about the number there in Denver? So Rippon's going to start. The Jets are in yeah. town. I've got most shops showing one and a half. Again, when the injury was announced and it was announced that Wilson was going to sit, they were a point, point and a half favorite. So we flipped. We've gone through zero the other way. Talk about that number yeah. where you open, where you're sitting with the Jets at Denver. So Denver opened as a three-point favorite. You saw that quickly quickly diminish, though, and we knew that there was a, obviously a potential injury there with Wilson after uh, after their game there on Monday night. So um, it, it was about a point and a half. Denver was a point and a half favorite through most of the week, and then when you saw the news come out that he was not going to be available, that number flipped. Uh, now, the Jets, this is another team here. You say, well, how, how are they sitting at four and two? Well, when you look at it, they, they've really cut down on their costly mistakes, and uh, they've played some solid defense. And the other thing is, since Zach Wilson's come back, they've been running the ball a lot more. They were very pass-happy under Flacco. Yeah. And uh, they, they have a lot more balance in the offense. And the, the Denver team, this Denver team, obviously a very good defense, uh, but – I actually just went back for fun to, to look at my quarterback rankings prior to the start of last year. Now, this was prior to last season, uh, just to see what the difference was, uh, what I had between, like, Wilson and then what I had Rippon uh, rated. And there would have been, like, a nine-point difference between the two of them at the start of last season, just on my quarterback rankings. So, but you saw, obviously, there's, uh, again, Point and a half, uh, Denver was favored by. Flipped now to the Jets being uh, favored by a point and a half after the uh, the Wilson injury uh, has ruled him out. Yeah, and I think what what you said there is so true. I think the Jets coaching staff has managed Wilson. Yeah. I mean, they've gone to their strength, which is running the football and and just play in their defense, let their defense control the game and get control of the game and make the offense, the opponent's offense, beat them. And the corners have played really well for the Jets. They played a little yes. bit more man-to-man. -man. And, and this should be a hard game for Denver to move the ball. I mean, I know Wilson wasn't great, but Rippon's going to have a hard time getting the protection he needs to be able to throw the ball. And whoever makes the mistake, this is one of those, you know, which quarterback makes the most mistakes is going to lose the game. I think that's it. Yeah, no, and uh, if you look at the total in this, the total has also dropped. It's now down to 37, and uh, not really a surprise there because Denver is dead last in red zone efficiency right. this, this year, and that's really, I mean, that falls on the shoulders of uh, Hackett well, and Wilson. No doubt. Both. 
Michael, grab your number for Pittsburgh and Miami. I'm going to start with Thomas, but I want the Lombardi line because from what I'm told, Pittsburgh is a sharp side here. Two is back from Miami. This is Sunday night coming up this evening. I've got a couple of shops showing seven with Miami laying it, a few showing seven and a half. Thomas, we'll start with you, then we'll get the Lombardi line. Yeah, so we are at seven and a half. Uh, we opened this uh, with Miami laying seven. Uh, currently, the, the betting splits are pretty even here um, right now, but Again, you're, you're seeing the Dolphins. The Dolphins are getting teaser, but they're putting in a lot of teasers. Uh, but as, as you said, Patrick, you are seeing a little bit of sharper money here uh, taking the seven and a half w with the Pittsburgh. Yeah. My number is 581. And, and I think what's really affected people's perception of Miami was the fourth quarter of the Baltimore game. When you look at their scores, 20 against New England, they scored, New England's, Miami scored seven with their defense. They scored 21 against Buffalo. They had the ball spotted at the six yard line in that game. They scored 15 against Cincinnati, two against Hurt in that game, okay? They scored 17 against the Jets. It's a 19-17 game. They're kicking a field goal. They miss. All of a sudden, they give up all the 21 points in the fourth quarter. Last week, they doubled the, the, the yardage count and scored 16 points. They have not been able to, A, run the ball effectively, and, B, make the same explosive plays. And over the, the last three weeks, they've turned the ball over. They have turned the ball over seven times to their defense, creating no turnovers. And the untold story, to me, is their defense isn't playing very well. Yep. I'm going to go off script a little bit. Chicago, New England. Let's get this one in, uh, Thomas, for our Nesson audience. Uh, I've got New England Lane with TBD on quarterback eight. Chicago in town yep. Monday night, tomorrow night. Yep, that's what it is, and uh, certainly uh, the, the most uh, – popular teaser play at this point yeah. is New England. Uh, everybody's teasing New England down, but yeah, that's where we're sitting at is eight, and uh, uh, we, we actually opened that seven and a half uh, Patriots bet up, bet up to eight, and this is really, I, I think everybody's kind of looking at this the same way. You, you have Belichick going up against Fields and his uh, Chicago coaching staff, and uh, they know what uh, Belichick's record is against kind of one-dimensional teams, and uh, uh, I don't think anyone is really uh, on the Bears' side at this point that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, the Bears have to run the ball, and Justin Fields averages just slightly over 10 completions a game. And so, Is that you know, good? And now we... I don't know. I, I'm going <laughs> to check with my numbers on that and see what happens. Let me get let me get some... George Hallis would be proud. Uh, he would be, yeah. <laughs> Sammy Ball wouldn't. Slinging. Hey, Mike, Michael, can I, can I just mention this? Mike Palm, VEASAN host and an insider, just texted us, Steelers are very sharp at Circa. So just to give the betters an idea, Circa 7-1-10, so it's not going anywhere. And again, Thomas, you are Miami 7.5 with a little sharp yeah, money yes. on the Steelers. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. That's important there. Okay. Thank you to Mike I mean, Palm my, for writing I, that in. I have, it at, I have the Steeler game at 5-8-1. To me, I can completely understand why everybody's on it. Even though I don't love the Steelers, the numbers say that the numbers on Miami are not great either. Just give me an answer on this one, Thomas. Kansas City, are you going to close one at San Francisco? Uh, we're at one and a half right now, so uh, we'll see. Uh, probably it'll get down to one, yeah. Go take a selfie with TG. We're coming back running the board with Michael Lombardi.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Vegas with rewards. You like rewards, don't you? Get some over at BetMGM. Every time you make a wager, you're going to earn BetMGM reward points. You can redeem those online for bonus credits, or you can redeem them in real life. Whether you're planning a trip to Vegas or wherever, you can go flights, Shows, hotel rooms, all because you're betting through the BetMGM app or BetMGM.com. you got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue. Okay, you wait for it every week. Michael Lombardi has three official plays. I'm going to save those for the end. And for those that are uh, visually apt, we've got a graphic ready for you. But we're going to run the board here where Michael gives a lean or a play on every game on this football Sunday. Are you ready to go, my man? I am ready, my man. I am so ready to go. Let's do it. Can we get through nine minutes and 52 seconds without talking about the 76ers? That is going to be what team? the, what the key team here. What team? Okay. Uh, yeah, what? yeah. I see, I see what I, you're doing. I like, the, I like the Pacers and the points, by the way. I lean <laughs> the Detroit's Pacers and the points. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a bucking Bronco with this team. Detroit's at <laughs> Dallas. You can't, get the, you can't get the seven anymore with Detroit. You're going to either lay six and a half with Dallas or take it with Detroit. 
I do Russo every Friday. You know, he gave me the six and a half on Friday. I mean, it was ridiculous how that number came up on Friday. I don't know how he gets these lines, but they somehow do. I'm still going to take Detroit. I think Detroit coming off the bye, their defense isn't any good. But I do think there's going to be a little bit of a time lapse as they Dallas gets Dak under center, gets him back, protects him, does all those things. I think Dallas wins the game. I like the points. I think this Detroit offense can move the football. And I think they'll be able to move the ball in spurts against this great Dallas defense. So I'll take the six and a half. I think we're going to laugh about this tomorrow. The Dan Campbell love is legit and across the board. Sharp play on Detroit today. The Giants are at Jacksonville. We've been talking about this. Jacksonville's lane three. What do you got? You know, I have this as a 2.18 game, okay, on my board. And so it would lean automatically to the Giants. I just can't do that because I feel like the, the Jacksonville last three weeks performance has been inconsistent. And I feel like there's, this is going to be a time for a spike. Uh, so I made it a no play for me. I lean towards taking Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville laying the points. At some point, this, this New York Giant football team is going to have to be out-talent a team not out-coach a team. And, you know, look, this Jacksonville team has been out-coached a couple weeks, let's be honest. They go for it ridiculously on fourth down. They make some bad in-game decisions. And as we've witnessed, their opening quarter, they score seven points. The, the, The third quarter, they've given up nine points. They scored, they give up seven and nine. And then the other two quarters, they give up all their points. They've got to adjust during the game. I'll take the Jags and lay the three. Philadelphia is a big theme. You can't go for that. No can do. Shout to Daryl Hall and John Oates. Indianapolis, Tennessee rotation 455. Tennessee's lane two and a half hosting the Colts. Well, I have this is a 2.25 game right there. I'm, I'm going to take Tennessee and lay the points. I don't trust the Colts on the road. I don't trust Matt Ryan on the road. I don't trust them blocking Jeffrey Simmons. I know they played better last week. They threw it 50 times. Now, Jonathan Taylor comes back. This was a 24 to basically seven game the last time they played in Indianapolis. They beat them twice last year because Tennessee protected the football. I don't know if te- if Indy can protect the ball today. I'll take Tennessee. Okay, next one up. Atlanta's at Cincinnati. Six, Cincinnati's lane six and a half. You know, I, I'm going to take Atlanta and just tempt fate here and feel like they'll cover. I think they can still run the ball. Mariota can throw, make some throws against Cincinnati. I think this will be a lower scoring game than most people think because I don't. I think the clock's going to run. Since he can't run the ball, I'll take Atlanta and lay the points. A lot of Dallas Cincy teasers in the mix today. Cleveland's at Baltimore, and I'm going to pass on that because that's one of your plays. Tampa Bay's at Carolina. Tampa Bay's lane 13. You know, I would take Tampa Bay here. I think it's hard for Carolina to score points. P.J. Walker at quarterback. Baker Mayfield's not healthy yet. I mean, it's very difficult. Chenault, the big receiver, could be really a good player. It's just not right now. And, you know, now they've got to use Foreman. Who else is going to be the other running backs? Chuba Chuba Hubbard, it's a challenge. So I think this is a lower scoring game. I know 13 is a lot to lay against the team, but this is a tough matchup for Carolina. It's always been a tough matchup for Carolina. Can Green Bay get right? They're at Washington and Green Bay's lane four and a half. Well, you know, I don't trust Washington ever. But if there's a moment to trust Washington, it's this week. Coming off the bad loss, coming, coming off the win that they had last week, even though it was ugly against Chicago. But to me, the way Green Bay set up offensively and the way that Washington can rush, I'm going to take the four and a half. Uh, I, I think Green Bay still can win it on a field goal, but I'll take the four and a half. You have a play in that Jets-Denver game. I'm going to skip it. Houston's at Vegas, and Vegas is lane seven. 
I, I to me, this is a game about can Vegas play take the profits and not turn the ball over. If Vegas doesn't turn the ball over, they'll cover the number. If Vegas turns the ball over, this will be a hard game, and it'll be a challenging game. I'm going to take the Texans and lay the seven. I think this is a little bit too much of a line. I have it at 6-8-1, and I think the Raiders have to play very fundamentally sound coming off the bye. There's a lot of plays to be made, but you can't turn the ball over. Let's go 469 rotation, Kansas City, San Francisco. Good matchup, Michael. Kansas City's laying a point. You know, I, I mean, this is a game where, I, again, before you turn in a card on this game, I think you've got to be really careful to double-check the inactives. I think it's really important. I have this game. I have this game. Kansas City should be favored by one and a half. That's where it is. I'm going to take San Francisco because I think this trade has given them some renewed energy. Plus, I think they're better on defense. They're, they're healthier. I think it's a hard game for Kansas City. They've played a lot of tough games back-to-back. -back. It's hard. It's really going to be hard. The public side today is Seattle. Everyone's on them, and they are catching five, so the Chargers are laying five today hosting Seattle. I have this as a 5-8-1 game. I'm going to take the Chargers here just to just be contrarian and based on my numbers. I don't love taking the Chargers ever, but I do think this is the moment where the number has gotten a little bit too low. There's a reason it started at seven. And the Seattle defense is going to be just something that Justin Herbert, with Keenan Allen expected back today, I think that'll help. Okay, Michael's got three official plays, and we'll start with Sunday night. We just heard from Mike Palm. He said Pittsburgh super sharp there at Circa. Remember, Circa's seven, and then we talked to Thomas uh, Gable at the Borgata. He's sitting seven and a half. You do like the Steelers catching the seven in Miami. No doubt. I mean, I have it at a 5.81 game. I like it. I think nobody's talked about this, but but we, we talk about Art, Arthur Smith coaching. We talk about Brian Dayball coaching and how they manage the games. Brian Flores knows everything about the Miami Dolphins inside and out. And, yes, he's not going to play in the game, but he's going to tell offensively, defensively, the kicking game how the best way to attack the defense and how to attack Tua and the offense. I think seven and a half is too many points. I think Miami wins, but this notion that Miami's this incredible offense is only because of the fourth quarter. There's no evidence of it against New England, against Buffalo, against anybody. We circle back 459 rotation. You think six and a half is too much? Cleveland catching six and a half at Baltimore. I, I like Cleveland here. I think Baltimore will win the game, but Baltimore's not done anything offensively to light it up. I think this is a one of those games where Cleveland has to play well defensively. They've got to run the ball. They've got to play their style, and they've got to take advantage of it, and they've got to play a close game. And this, I think, will be a close game. I think the weather will be a factor. The run game of Cleveland's got to take the game over. Never thought I'd see it, but Michael Lombardi is taking the Jets lane <laughs> on the road. The Jets, I mean, I, sw I swear to God, Jets. this is insane. This is crazy. It You're going to lay it with the Jets. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love the pick, but I think it's a pick you got to make because if the Jets are playing like they did against Green Bay and they carry it over to Denver and they play with the same level of defensive temperament, they, should, they can win the game 12-3. 12-6. I mean, as long as Wilson doesn't turn this ball over, they should win this game. 12-3. I look forward to that matchup. You got a total of 37. I mean, what is look, this? Denver, the Baltimore Denver Ravens the in league, 2000? Denver, Denver leads the league in field goal attempts with 17. I mean, that's where it is. So the game's never going to get away from you. And that's with Russell Wilson. They lead the league in field goal attempts with 17. 
Remember, remember the 67 yarder he tried. Well, they can't day? score I mean, in the red on. zone. When well, they, they get to the score, red zone, so, Hackett falls apart. So, like, why not? I mean, it should be a close game. The Jets can run the ball. This Denver defense is good, but this Denver defense is going to have to find a way to turn the ball over. And I think the way the Jets are handling Zach Wilson is the right way. Don't turn it over. If they try to extend him and force him into playing, he'll turn it over and Denver will win, and then I'll curse my pick all day. Countdown to kickoff coming up with the legend Brent Musburger here on VSIN. You got a minute, so let's get to the themes. McCaffrey and San Francisco are the Giants for real. They're catching down in Jacksonville. What are your yeah. what are your takeaways this week? I think to me we're gonna you know we're gonna learn a lot about the the Giants on the road to see if they can handle it. Jacksonville's not you know Jacksonville's not exactly a hard place to play, but this time of the year it's a little bit more challenging. Can't wait for tonight. I know it doesn't look sexy, but Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores against Miami. I'm looking forward to that, and I'm want to see how Kansas City handles this front of San Francisco. I really do. Will the dogs keep barking? Will the unders continue to cash? That's the theme so far through six weeks in the NFL. Countdown to kickoff with Brent Musburger is coming up next. Michael, enjoy the games. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Patrick. Talk to you later. Okay, Brent's next right here on VSIN at the Sports Betting Network. Good luck today. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.